and welcome to Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura Lex, tries to learn science from her knocking over the microphone himself. And I thought it was Gnocchi, but it was Ron. It's Ron. Hello. Brother Ron. I'm not Laura. <laughs> He's not Laura. That's me, the one and only I am. Laura Lex, um, comedian, actor. This episode features my um, um, absolutely most tangential song cram in. And if listeners spot it, I love them to one million because there's literally one word that is a very common word. And I interrupt you to sing a is song. Is this the episode where I compliment you for um, just having something in the bank no matter what I it say? It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And then I really pull one out that just you can't do. It would be like breaking into song every time someone said and. It's kind of amazing to listen back to and hate myself for. Um, are you feeling better about the podcast this week, Ron? I am. And I want to apologise to not only the listenership <laughs> for my, um, let's say, overwhelming uh, negativity on the last episode. And I also, I want to make a personal apology to you, Laura. Um, oh, because yes. I ate breakfast after we did that episode and I feel so much better about life. <laughs> I always tell you, to, do you remember that episode where I was telling you to eat a fucking Yes, and that is why... And you were like, I don't want a biscuit! That is, and it, uh, to be honest, it's the specificity <laughs> of the biscuit that I think caused the animosity around that as discourse. Um, because, Laura, I don't want a fucking biscuit... But what I do need to do is I need to hydrate, I need to sleep well, I need to look after myself, I need to go to the gym, and I need to eat, um, because self-care starts with the basics. Yes. Well, you're coming to see me this week, so I'll look after you for a week, and we will do Cook Along with Ron. Because, Laura, you've gone from being kind of a hobo that lives in a house to kind of a more organised sort of person that uh, has not only self-care but group care recently, right? What do you mean a hobo that lives in a house? What do you mean? I think that's a fair description of how you and Tom used to live. Ah, we were just cool cats, independent, free-thinking hippies. That's what we were. Oh, I don't mean hobo as in a derogative term for uh, a homeless person. I mean hobo in terms of kind of the cool American drifter sense. Oh, yeah, I agree. I was. But yes, life has changed. So listen up, Labrats. I have a small announcement um, that I'm not ready to talk about on social media. So um, if I could ask that, I'm going to tell you guys, and I really just want it to be with the listenership for now. So if you wouldn't mind not tweeting me or publicly messaging me about it, I would really appreciate it because I'm just not ready to talk about it on social media. Shut up. But it's getting harder and harder not to mention on the podcast. And I love you guys quite a lot. So I thought this can be my start of speaking about it. Uh, there is now a child of the podcast. Um, I am a mother, which is very exciting. It's kind of new. She arrived this year. Um, and, um, it's really funny actually listening back to this episode because I really remember doing the Egathon sitting next to the high chair we had just bought for our child. Um, and there I was cramming eggs into my mouth thinking, how can I be both of these people at once? So, um... I wanted you guys to know, and now we can talk about it freely on the podcast without trying to edit out any and all mentions, but if you would be so kind as to um, just not 
let me have to deal with it on Twitter and, and stuff publicly. That would be, I would be very grateful. Here's what you can do, listeners, because um, we love the community that we've built around this podcast. Every single person that has ever interacted with this podcast has been a lighthouse of joy, spinning yeah, around 100%. slowly, beaming out positive vibes <laughs> to the world. Um, and we want to talk to you about this. If you would like yeah. to talk to us about this, how about joining a special club called Patreon, where your comments can be reacted to, listened to, um, read by us and other That's listeners. That's a really good point. That's a good um, idea, Ron. We can chat about it on the Patreon. Yeah, so um, we want to talk to you about it, and that would be the best place to do it. We don't have a Discord. We don't have a Reddit or anything like that where it's a little bit more private. That is our private space. That is the, the Fabrat Lounge. That's where yeah. we can discuss discuss these kind of things yeah so um sorry to monetize your child instantly (laughs) (laughs) that's fine i'm not earning any other money at the moment so there's got to be some way she's quite a Um, money sink i imagine oh i think they all are it's not like ours is particularly grabby for stuff but um, no but you um i imagine want to please her quite a lot i do i do um are we saying i had an amazing no i'm not no i'm not going to be saying her name publicly then we're Um, going to call her bill child of the podcast child of the podcast poddy yes um ratty um tiny rat what's a baby rat called i don't a, know a rattling a rattling we can't call a rattling i had a really nice moment where i was listening to because i always listen to the episode back before we do this bit and there was a bit where i was off on one singing obviously and she started dancing to it and i was like yeah baby <laughs> she loves mommy's interludes yes. so it was pretty cool but yeah, Uncle Ron now exists. Well, you were already an uncle. I've been an, an uncle, uncle for many years, but yeah. first nieceling. Um, and yeah. um, very keen for that because boys are gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's our sort of big announcement, really. And I'm really happy to share it with you guys. Your big announcement. I'm not going to take um, any spotlight on this. No, Ron wasn't really involved. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I, I don't know. I provided You've a, been massive emotional support. I've not been a rock, but I've been a present pebble. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got no complaints on your behaviour, Ron. I've got loads of shortcomings of my own. Turns out being a mum is fucking difficult. Um, yeah. If you think I'm bad at science, you should see me trying to be patient for 12 hours a day. It's, it's arguably harder. It's If it's any consolation, and I've not said this to you before in person or um, uh, via message when, um, when things have been tense, you're a wonderful sister, so I'm sure you're going to be a wonderful mother. I'm really glad we haven't got the video on because there's no way we could have got through that really beautiful moment if we were looking each other in the eye. Thank you, I'd have probably called you maybe a childful hag or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy the episode, um, Fab and Lab Rats. You're the bestest people in the world. And hey, if you've been pondering whether or not to jump in on the Patreon... Let me tell you, um, now's the time to do it because my earnings have dropped to zero and this podcast is all I have left. So, hey, join up. Let's monetize the child. Monetize uh, the child. <laughs> uh, enjoy. This is unreal. Okay, Ron. Now, listen, Hello. listeners. Uh, we're still very much in a post-Egathon world in real time here. 
So just look, I'll edit out as many burps as possible, but be aware they and are. And any more vomit. That vomit didn't make it into the quiz. I stopped recording. Now you've just doxed me. Oh, did you throw up. Rec- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at you sneezing, and the eggs and the twirl mixed up, and I threw up in my cup. Yeah, it was Not my finest hour. Quite bleak. <laughs> yeah. Um, but look. Here we are. Oh, God, they're still coming. Still the egg gas moves. Um, <clears throat> um, how are you, Ron? Egg. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's funny. Um, we're back to biology today, though, aren't we? Yeah, here we are. One of my most said phrases, that. Back to biology. Fingers crossed this will be our first video episode. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Wallace. <laughs> um, yeah, it will be. Then I don't like that in <laughs> post-egg sheen, but <laughs> here we are. Well, you... the X was all your idea, though. Like, I don't want to get too Tim and Tom the slap, but, like, at some point we will put eggs to bed and never reference them again. But you created this egg monster. Yeah. Nobody asked for this egg situation. The content was good, though. Was it good enough? <laughs> no, maybe not for you to throw up in a cup, but... <laughs> It wasn't throw up in a cup good. What's funniest about it, though, is that the funniest egg content is now not in the eggathon. <laughs> it's in the quiz <laughs> that we did after the eggathon. But that's uh, just a good advert for the eggathon. <laughs> I love the layers. I love it. <laughs> right. We've got a lesson to do here now. <laughs> Boy, can you, you remember... You just seem dead, Ron. Um, egg. <laughs> He's egg dead. Can you remember what we were doing last time? Um, um we the human studying... defence system. Yes, you read that very quickly. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Not the usual, Oh, I'll consult my book, Russell, Russell, Russell. <laughs> yes, we were doing the human defence system and vaccination. We were talking about colourblind Teletubbies. Yes. Yeah. No, so it, that was a few episodes ago, the Teletubbies. Was it? Yeah. Last time was... Um, oh, no, it was that one. Yeah, it's probably right, both. Ron. It's probably both, though, isn't it? Because the last biology episode was a few episodes ago. Do you know how I know that? It's because I've drawn the Teletubbies in the book. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I'm getting flashbacks to the Teletubby babies now. What have you seen? Well, you're just coming through a bit quieter than me, and I wanted to um, turn me down a bit. Oh. That's nice. Is something wobbling where you are? How sturdy is whatever mic setup you've made today? It's fine. I'm playing with stuff near the mic. Could you stop? Could you stop? Um, Yeah, so today we're going to be doing antibiotics and painkillers. Ooh, take the painkiller, cycle on my bicycle, leave all this misery behind. You've got a song for a lot of words. Yeah. 
Yeah. My brain makes connections real fast. What if I said tube? Tubular. <laughs> That's what I do. That's not a song. Or then I'd quickly go... I don't know how it goes, but they're like... That one. I don't know what that was. Tubular bells. I don't know how it goes. Not like that. You know tubular bells was part of the soundtrack of The Exorcist? Yeah. How would you sing tubular bells? I can't remember how tubular bells goes. Ding 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 ding. There's a ghost. Ding ding ding. Get the ghost out. Ding ding. Oh, ah, oh, she's spewing egg everywhere. <laughs> Buzz eggs. Um. <laughs> the eggs is it? The eggs. She's <laughs> <laughs> having an existential crisis. What's quite nice is that in post-trico life, something <laughs> has eclipsed that. <laughs> There's eggs. <sighs> yeah. It's eggs, man. It's eggs. Eggs are just funny, though. In, um, in the Always Sunny podcast, they talk about why they always reference eggs and stuff and they're just like eggs are just they're, they're, they're basically just say there are some things that are just inherently funny and eggs are one of them I'm worried that your thing isn't picking you up through your microphone can you check that you're coming in through your microphone can't hear you at all now oh I muted myself but I am that's better it was the same Okay, then you need to be closer because you're barely even making the green thing flick sometimes. Oh, okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, I can do that. So, antibiotics, Laura. What do you know about them? What have you been lied to about them in the past? Um, Didn't we talk about them last time? They, like, get in and they do a course of action on you. But they have to completely kill the bacteria that they're fighting otherwise that bacteria learns how to defeat them in the future um i think we've talked about it but i don't think we really have we done and did we do antibiotics last time yeah i thought we did oh well we're gonna do it again um oh, how come what did we miss i don't i don't remember doing it um let me consult the book <clears throat> we did phagotitosis, um, antibody production, um, bacteria having little markers on them. Yeah. Um, actually, didn't we do antibiotics? Yeah, as part that, of, wasn't as part that post-trico? No, uh, we did antibiotics as part of the trico, but famously that was that was that was bollocks. After the trico, we no. did. Prokaryotes, cocci, bacilli, bacteria, STDs, yeah. and salmonella. Yeah, but we didn't do antibiotics, did we? Um, I don't know. Well, none of the things that you've just listed were antibiotics. Oh my god, then. Well, you do some fucking research for once. I have. I. I do all of the content prep. And yet here you are saying, have we already done this? Well, no, no, because I was like, let's do this. And then you were like, oh, we've already done it. Those are my lunches. (laughs) Bring back that classic. (laughs) 
come on then, Weenus. Um, so, what do antibiotics do? Kill off diseases. Which diseases? Infections. <laughs> Which infections? <laughs> Body ones? Do you take antibiotics if you've got a cold? No. What type of thing is a cold? <laughs> a virus. Okay, so we can exclude viruses, can't we? Yes, we can. Get out, Do viruses. Do you take You've antibiotics if you have athlete's foot or athlete's vagina? No, not for fungal infections. Not for fungal infections. So, do you take antibiotics for malaria? Uh, uh, maybe. I've never had it. If you did, do you think malaria would be the sizable problem that it is? No. So, we can rule out <laughs> protists then probably as well, can't we? <clears throat> yeah. So, when, Laura, do you take antibiotics? For other diseases. Which ones? <laughs> well, I don't know, Ron. If I knew, I'd have said it earlier. Well, we've just ruled most of them out, haven't we? So, so what's the last one, then? <laughs> say that one and then say, would you take antibiotics for those? And I'll say yes. Just, no, what's the one that's left? <clears throat> Eukaryotes. Is that a type of disease? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Oh, my throat's gone all gummy. <laughs> it's because it's full of egg, chocolate and vomit. <laughs> I think in hindsight the chocolate was a bad <laughs> Yeah, I ate chocolate right after it. I ate chocolate during. It was, it's a big chocolatey egg puree in me right now. Airborne viruses. Is that a type of thing or is that a description? I don't know. What's the other one? I don't know, Ron! Look back! Pathological! Pathogens! Pathogens! That just means something that infects things. <laughs> He's shouting at me. Work done. You've got a bad brain. <laughs> got down fungals we ruled them out didn't we yeah uh bacterial infection yes okay so when do you take antibiotics laura um after they've been prescribed by a doctor yep to treat what bacterial infections very well done clap <laughs> <laughs> right okay so, um, good job, Laura. Well done. We got there Yay, in the end. Me. How do... So we'll talk a bit more about... How um, do? How do? Um, we'll talk a bit more about um, antibiotics. But So antibiotics are essentially chemicals that just fight bacteria, kill them. They don't, obviously, kill human cells. It's not kind of like a... Um, you know, a uh, radiotherapy or chemotherapy situation. It's no. not making us sick, is it? Is no. it? No. So how do you think... Unless um, you drink alcohol with antibiotics. Yep. Yeah. Um, how do you think antibiotics kill bacterial cells but not human cells? Get the markers on them. 
No, no. Um, there, there are some things that people are developing that's a bit like that, but that's quite an advanced thing because to create a marker for a specific bacteria um, is, is quite crazy. Um, oh. you know, it'd be quite hard. Mm. <laughs> um, um, so do they, um, is it something to do with the s- size of the cells? That, um, <clears throat> no, but you're on the right track. Mm. Look how little I can make my lips. You've got a bad brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Ron. I can't imagine. <laughs> can't imagine what? How they're doing it. Well, are bacteria and human cells the same? No. (laughs) We've been recording this podcast for over a year now. Yeah. And just really nothing's gone in. Honestly, just... It's kind of impressive, the lack of retention. I think you'd make a wonderful spy. Because I think we could tell you all the secrets of the universe. (laughs) And it would slide off you like shit off a duck's back. Yeah, it doesn't stay in at all. And I'm not putting it on. No, Um, I know. Because you're so proud when you do remember something. And you crave crave that attention that you never get. I don't ever get it, do I? No, you um, never deserve it. I do deserve it, because I'm nice. If we did a podcast where the whole point was to be really nice all episode... Yeah, but... That's then a, I would get what, 100 just Lex nice. <laughs> <laughs> Lex be nice to each other. Just a podcast about nice things. Right, there's a new Patreon episode we can do. I found... I found... Um, a page about cells, but I didn't think that all human cells were the same. I didn't know that we all our cells were the same type of cell. I thought they varied. They do vary a bit, but they're all this, they're all human cells. They're you... all prokaryotes. Are they? Yes. No. They're all you... eukaryotes. They're all eukaryotes. Other things that are eukaryotes include plant cells, but plant cells are different to human cells. They have a cell wall. Exactly, yeah. There's fundamental differences like that. So, are bacterial <laughs> cells and human cells the same? No, I reckon bacteria are probably prokaryotes. Prokaryotes. <laughs> yeah, prokaryotes. <laughs> Is that going back to the Teletubbies? <laughs> Um, oh, carry oats. Oh, the tubbies are having tubby porridge. Tub, tub, tub. <laughs> um, hey, wouldn't I be a cool telly tubby now with my painting above my head like a fire cracker telly tubby? <laughs> T 
Tinky Winky's playing with his ball. Dipsy's <laughs> playing with his hat. Laura's stuck under the tubby toast machine again. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, because prokaryotes are like the small ones, aren't they? They are the proletariat. Small. And the eukaryotes are the eukaryote. I'm the bourgeoisie. So, we've identified now, very astutely between the two of us, that... <laughs> Can you talk in a nicer way that doesn't make me feel like a tiny worm, please? I think we're having a nice episode here. Um, I, there's a cool cloud over there that looks like the sorting hat. Or maybe a cool <laughs> spaceship. Um... So, yeah. I'm pick up my phone in a minute if you don't stop. As a team, we've worked out that bacteria and human cells are not the same. So, how do you think that antibiotics... You've already picked up your phone. How do you yeah. think that antibiotics might target bacterial cells, but not human cells? They only hit up prokaryotes. Yes, and how? And how? <laughs> They only attack prokaryotes. And how? <laughs> Think about it this well, way, Laura. If I just... was to make a weapon that yeah. only killed elephants and didn't kill dogs, how could I do that? Wouldn't it be the other way around? Aren't the prokaryotes smaller than the eukaryotes? Don't think... No, I'm just asking you the question. If I wanted to create a weapon... That only killed elephants and didn't kill dogs. How could I do that? Put it up high, higher than a dog is. Yeah. Like a razor wire. <laughs> that, Put that some razor work. wire tied between two trees, just at like elephant trunk height. Yep. Uh, yep. What about other things? How how else could I make an elephant-specific weapon? <laughs> Um, that would leave a dog unscathed. <laughs> because again, you've identified size difference. Yeah. Yeah. Color difference. Have a grey. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> a grey weapon. <laughs> <laughs> But you do get some grey dogs, don't you, Laura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also the knife, it doesn't matter what colour it is, it'll stab <laughs> no. anything. I was thinking to have a grey knife. Um, have something that... Uh, can't go through hair. That could work, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe... All right, what about this? What if I invented... What if I had a robot that tied trunks into knots? That would kill an elephant eventually. It would kill an elephant. Oh, they, yeah, but they wouldn't be able to use their trunk. They'd starve to death horribly. Um, that would I kill an elephant. other elephants would come along and feed them. They work as two. Uh, it's one elephant and one dog alone in an arena. The dog would help the elephant, I think. No, it wouldn't. They're mortal enemies. <laughs> oh, no, Why? <laughs> <laughs> the elephant stamped on the rest of the dog's family. Oh no! <laughs> then get the dog to tie the trunk in a knot. No, but the point is, <laughs> after you've gotten over your egg vapors, um, 
the point is, if I had a machine that just tied trunks in knots, that's going to affect elephants but not dogs, isn't what it? What if it got confused and tied a dog's tail in a knot? Shut up. <laughs> it only ties trunks. It might just think it's a turned-round elephant. It doesn't. It's the perfect tunk trunk-tying machine. <laughs> You're derailing my point. Um, yeah, that's my job. So, I've got something that affects trunks. Or maybe it goes for the ears. Big ears. Some dogs have big ears. Pardon? Some dogs have big ears. Not as big as an elephant's ears. No. I wonder what dog has the biggest ears. Clip. Have a look. What dog has the biggest ears? Bloodhounds. WhatsApped me a shopping list. It's quite oh. rude, actually. Um, Bloodhounds, Ron. Okay. So, you see what I'm saying? You can no, make a... not at all. I'm really lost. What are we talking about? <laughs> so, if you wanted to make something that would only affect one thing, you could potentially design it to go after things that only one of them had. Can only get better. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So let me have a look and see what prokaryotes have that eukaryotes don't have. Yes. Or, well, not necessarily all eukaryotes because we're talking about humans, aren't we? Aren't we? Well, animals. Because you don't give antibiotics to carrots, do you? Do you not? No. Um, chitin. I don't. Um, what's that? What's made of chitin? Well, I've just written the sentence. Chitin is what to the cell wall, and then it stops. Chitin is what to the cell wall. <laughs> just chitin is what to the cell wall. <laughs> okay. Why have you written that? I don't know. You That's must have good... said it. That's not a good sentence, but yes, a cell wall is the answer. A cell wall? Yeah. So antibiotics go after cell walls? Well, they could, and a lot of them do. Oh, okay. Antibiotics often attack cell walls with trumpets. And the walls came crumbling down. But don't, that, that's not necessarily, but you see what I mean? That antibiotics go after the things that bacteria have that animal cells don't. Got ya, okay. Can you just sort of maybe summarise the last 25 minutes of chat? <laughs> just We'll just do a quick double check that you get it and then we can move on. Um, hang on, I'm still writing. <laughs> if I sing now, I don't have to find a sound effect. Phew! Okay, antibiotics are for fighting bacterial infection. They only target bacteria, which are prokaryotes, and they do that by targeting them and not the other ones. How? <laughs> Fucking hell. By going after them. How? <laughs> if they just went in and fucked up DNA, would that just kill the bacteria? No. No, because human cells have DNA as well, don't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. They only go after the bits that are them. But that's not what you said. <laughs> it's not. 
You know what I mean? They go for the bits that aren't a person in the person cells. Such as? The cell wall. Yeah, great. Well done. Thank you. Um, can you name any antibiotics, Lauren? No. You can't name one antibiotic. Penicillin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very, very famous thing. Do you know who discovered penicillin and how it was done? Um, was it? Oh, they were talking about this. The lab rats were talking about this on Twitter. Jenner. Edward Jenner. No. The lab rats weren't talking about this. They were talking about vaccines. Uh. <laughs> Louis Pasteur. No, he did pasteurisation. That yeah. happens quite a lot, doesn't um, it? Um, penicillin was Marie Curie. Well, no, because she did radiation, didn't she? Died of it. She might have done another thing. No, um, one trick pony, Marie Curie. No, she got two awards. For the same thing, probably. Brilliant. Well done, her. Submitted it twice. <laughs> penicillin. You can say no. John Smith. No. Greg Rosetsky. <laughs> nope. The first name is a name we almost share. The second name is the name of the family that Megan was friends with around the corner in Norton Fitzwarren. Alexander Fleming. Yes, well done. Yes. And do you know how it happened? How the story goes? Oh, he left like a sandwich on the windowsill and it went bloomy and they ate it and it killed him. You know, it cured his stuff. Grew it grew mould accidentally, didn't he, and got it off mould? Yes, he didn't eat a rotten sandwich <laughs> and heal himself. <laughs> but kind of, essentially, if you miss a few steps, that's what happened. If you miss out the sandwich and the eating... <laughs> It was mould, though, wasn't it? I've always pictured it on a sandwich. No, it wasn't on a sandwich, though. Oh, what was it on? Was so it basically, dish? basically, he, um, uh, yeah, it was a petri dish. He didn't clean up after himself after doing an experiment. Comes back to the lab um, after some time and notices that his petri dishes have gone mouldy. But he looks at it and there's mold there and around certain colonies of mold there's like a blank space before I your name. other um colonies <laughs> so he deduces that um uh the mold that had the blank space around it was producing something that was killing the bacteria yeah and then he ate a sandwich. <laughs> he might have eaten sandwiches. Maybe. Had sandwiches been invented then? That was the Earl of Sandwich, wasn't it? Sandwich. Apocryphally, he Invention. wanted something he could eat whilst at the gaming table that wouldn't disrupt his playtime. Yes, don't sell lies to try and make yourself seem smart. Um, yes, sandwiches were about 150 years old at this point. But then they were fucking mouldy. <laughs> They've definitely got a yellow sticker on them. But Alexander Fleming only grew more powerful the more he ate yeah. them. 
it, it felt like your attention you drifted towards right the now, end of that. Ron, what? what? If someone handed you an egg sandwich right now and said, you can have £10,000 if you eat this, would you eat it? It's just slices of dry boiled egg on white bread. No mayo. I boiled the eggs. No mayo. No. For ten grand, yeah. Alright. Would you? Yeah, I'd do anything for ten grand. I just ate four eggs for about six pounds. <laughs> for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for for six pounds we were getting anyway. <laughs> um <sighs> God, life's relentless. Um Hey, we're having a good time. Yep, throwing eggs up in cups. Um, <laughs> antibiotics such as penicillin are medicines that help to cure bacterial disease by killing infective bacteria inside the body. It is important that specific bacteria... I feel like be... the facts are always in these little bits, these rambles that you go on after we've done a bit. And that's where I fall down with this podcast, is you do a bit like this and I go, oh, it's a wrong bit now. But this is where the information is, isn't it? Well, yeah, this is when I'm reading from the syllabus. Yeah, I think and that's the mistake I've been making. I think making. you're doing yourself a, a disservice to say that you're falling down during those. You were never up. <laughs> I've got loads of it right so far. Have you? And when I was only halfway up, I was neither up nor down. <laughs> you said that to kill an elephant. You need to stab it with a grey knife. <laughs> I didn't, actually. I said no, and then just explained the thought I had had and how I knew it was already wrong. <laughs> I did. I did say it was wrong before it happened. <laughs> Actually, Ron. Uh, <laughs> funny. Why do you think it's important that specific bacteria are treated with specific antibiotics? Maybe you don't think that's important. <laughs> I never really have to take antibiotics. Maki had antibiotics recently. Um... Are they quite specialised? Yes. So maybe some antibiotics are better at, like, a cell wall. Some of them are better at other things that bacteria have that human cells don't have. So they just sort of do it like that, you know? Right, right tool for the right job. Basically, yeah. So not all bacteria are the same. They have different characteristics and sometimes just stuff like the cell wall, the makeup of the cell wall will be slightly different. So one bacteria yeah, that can come in and cut... contouring. You might have just gone for a cut crease. Some bacteria have membranes outside the cell wall. Um, so if you've got an antibiotic that goes straight for the cell wall, if they've got a membrane outside it, they can't get there, can they? No. No. Do you think antibiotics have greatly reduced or greatly increased deaths from bacterial diseases massively reduced yeah yeah says that here the um uh the use of antibiotics has greatly reduced if you just egg vape it again <laughs> yeah um uh however what what's the downside to antibiotics laura um i think they get used up get antibiotics Biotic resistance to them in the colonies of bacteria. Yeah, and do you remember how that worked? We have talked about that before. You don't finish the course, and then the bacteria like learns what to do to defeat that antibiotic. 
Well, the bacteria doesn't necessarily learn um, because they're it evolves. It, it yeah, it's a it's a type of it's a selective pressure. I think we had this conversation before. Antibiotics. Selective pressure. Pushing down on you. Pushing down on you. Oh, 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 Selective pressure. You're a lot more on when we're recording the, the video as well. I can see myself. Well. I'm like a budgie. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. I've eaten four eggs in a twirl. <laughs> I'm an absolute picnic right now. Um... What was I saying? Yeah, so it's a selective pressure. Do you remember our flying reindeer? Yep. Think of antibiotics as a rat carpet that the bacteria needs to escape from. But instead of flying the evolutionary way out, you've you've gone cross-eyed and very blank. (laughs) Are you looking at something or has this confused you? I'm looking at you. I'm thinking about the rat carpet again. Yeah. So rather than flying away from a rat carpet, the bacteria is... It's illustrated by Raymond Briggs in my head, the the island that we made. Oh. Yeah, instead of doing that, it will involve resistance to an antibiotic. So maybe it changes the makeup of the cell wall so that the um the the molecular structure fits in the active site of the enzyme of the an, of the antibiotic worse yeah 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 yep yeah Woo! <laughs> she's got no lips um laura yes can antibiotics Can antibiotics kill viral pathogens? No. Yes, good. Are painkillers antibiotics? No. No, they're not. Painkillers and other medicines are used to treat the symptoms of disease but do not kill pathogens. Okay? Yeah. It is difficult to develop drugs that kill viruses without also damaging the body's tissues. Do you know why that is? Um, I guess just because some cells are probably going to have some of the features that you've trained the antibiotics to kill. So there's going to get some friendly fire caught in the crosshairs. But we're talking about viruses in that sentence, aren't we? So, Oh, say the question again then. <laughs> it is difficult to develop drugs that kill viruses without also damaging the body's tissues. Is it because viruses are... Um, are eukaryotes are they eukaryotes i don't know i don't really know what they are no wait does a virus get in your own cells how does a virus reproduce gets in your own cells and uses your atp so you kind of have to hurt you a bit to scoop them out because they're hiding exactly yeah so they um they don't have the machinery that they need to reproduce themselves so they invade our cells and do it in there yeah okay Poor things. Um, and that's antibiotics and painkillers. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. Should we go on to the next bit or do you want to stop? Oh, we'll do the next bit. I'm having a lovely time. All right. Discovery and development of drugs. Laura, what's your favourite drug? Um, oxytocin. Nice. <laughs> Followed closely by sertraline. This podcast mm, is sponsored by delicious sertraline. Delicious sertraline. 
Um, students should be... I haven't prepared this bit, so it's going to be a bit ramshackle. Students should be able to describe the process of discovery and development of potential new medicines... Including preclinical and clinical testing. Oh, I can't do that. Okay. Um, traditionally, drugs were extracted from plants and microorganisms. Can you? You know, think when of- you said to me, "Did I want to carry on?" I think maybe what you should have said is, "We shouldn't carry on." Why? Because you just yawned whilst just reading out a bit that you hadn't already read so you didn't know what was happening and now you're just looking a bit glazed and just kind of it's got a, we're suddenly into end of term final period lesson maybe I'm tired leave me alone yeah it's traditionally drugs were extracted from plants and microorganisms come back to your microphone so we can hear you traditionally Drugs were extracted from plants and microorganisms, Laura. Can you think of an example of when Aspirin that Aspirin comes from the bark of a willow tree. Thank you, Tim Minchin. Very good. <laughs> Very effective and almost side effect free. <laughs> um, can you think of another one? Um, opium. Well, it's not really the type of drug that we're thinking of. Well, you didn't specify that, so ding. All right, ding. And another one. Um, ragwort. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> Let's put that in the no box then. Um, can you think of another one? Um, dock leaves. That's pseudoscience. <laughs> Witch doctor mumbo jumbo of the playground. No. Um, can you think um, of another one? Chamomile? That's tea. Can you think of another one? Um. Potentially one that we've been talking about. Penicillin. Yeah, there we go. <clears throat> so you actually named two on the list that I've got in front of me there. The painkiller aspirin, which originates from the bark of the willow tree. Yes. Um, and penicillin, which was discovered by Alexander Graham Fleming Bell. Alexander Fleming. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. From the penicillium mold. The other one is. Do you know what we got from foxgloves? You can say no. Nightshade. No, the heart drug digitalis. James Bond fans will know that this is what James Bond is poisoned with in Casino Royale when he has to make himself throw up and then run out to his car and then uh, uh, Eva Green comes out and then she shocks him and then she's like, we're going to a hospital and he's like, no, I'm going to go finish playing cards. Did you watch that YouTube clip I sent you the other day, Laura? No. Why not? I thought it was just Taffin. Yeah. I love what? I've seen it before. I thought you'd think it was funny. It's like an Adam and Joe thing. Yeah, but have you not ever watched it before? Yeah. But yeah. I just thought you'd at least be like, ha nice. Just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need ignoring sometimes. Um, no, yeah, I don't often watch videos people send me, but sometimes I just reply and say, ha-ha, yeah. Yeah, that's but what everyone does. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really like watching other people's videos. Just watch your own. <laughs> I just watch just my roast battle and stuff. 
Um, most new drugs are synthesized by chemists in the pharmaceutical industry. However, the starting point may still be a chemical extracted from a plant. Ah, so it's very 80s vibe. Lots of synths. <laughs> it's new, a musical joke. New medical drugs, Laura. Yep. Do you think they just start selling them without checking if they work or do you think that they're tested and trialed before being used to check that they are safe and effective well ron i think it's a bit of a blurry area i think they are tested i don't necessarily think they come out the other side of that safe i think that the system is very open to exploitation why because i read a really good book all about the family that invented oxycontin and all about the um under the table deals and stuff that go on in terms of what has to be put on the packaging and how they get them to market it's the book that the program dope sick is based on about the sackler family and the oxycontin opioids crisis in the u.s interesting really good book one of those non-fiction books that reads like like you read it like fiction it's great yeah, yeah. There's lots of stuff. There's lots of interesting points about stuff like this. Like um, uh, a lot of, um, uh, especially going back a bit, a lot of medicines would be, you know, only tested on white people or white men and stuff like this, and then um, completely just uh, ineffective or in some cases completely dangerous for, you know, other groups of people and stuff. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Tom and I were talking today. We went and did a food shop, and I was saying how like. Being a woman, and for me, being a small woman means I'm very small compared to the average of stuff. So, like, those deep trolleys, I can't use them. I can't get stuff out the bottom of them once they're in. And it's like, it's like a, that's a real minor thing, but how much the world is not really built for me. Yeah. Well, I'm re- I was reading a really interesting book about that, um, Invisible Women. Oh, yeah, Caroline Criado Perez. Yeah, um, I was... I was um, uh, I haven't finished it, but um, that was super interesting. Like um, the, the all of the stuff about the um, uh, public transport in cities, um, and women by far make the majority of journeys on public transport, and they usually are doing it around their sort of local area. But all yeah. public transport in all major cities is designed in a radial way to just get from outside the city to in, because that sort of supports traditionally, you know, like the the man of the house going into the city to do his big important job um even though that is by far not the way that most public transport's used um and yeah um redesigning public transport to actually just let people get around their local area would help the majority of people a lot but then we're giving into this 15 minute city idea ron and then we're just slaves you know i that is a joke by the way everybody i do not think that they are a Conspiracy. With a lot of this stuff, you know, you can at least pull the thread and work out where it's come from. And, like, you know, you can see why they feel like they're being attacked or something because they've been told X or they've been told Y. The 15-minute city thing has completely escaped me. I don't understand at all why you'd object to having things close to you. I think it's the fear that we will then be penned into these 15-minute areas. (laughs) That, like... The idea is that the government don't want you to leave your 15-minute area. Not, oh, we've made it convenient if you can't, but you go wherever you like. That's great for capitalism. No, I think their fear is that 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 will be it then. They'll be 
sort of kept in. But that is so catastrophically dense. How could you ever believe that was going to happen? Um, I guess you're just very distrusting by that point, and so sort of everything looks suspicious. Bizarre. Um, uh, let's blow through this. Um, That's the spirit, Ron. <laughs> New drugs are... This is boring. New drugs are extensively... You can't, you can't say that the biology's boring because now we've just got two more weeks of absolute shocking chemistry. Now, after, this, we'll, after this, we'll get into more interesting stuff, but like, oh, yeah, we test it. We see if it's safe. Yeah, of course you do. Um, new drugs are tested for toxicity, efficacy, and dose. Preclinical testing is done in a laboratory using cells, tissues, and live animals. Hmm. Clinical trials use healthy volunteers and patients. Very low doses of drugs are given at the beginning of a clinical trial. If the drug is found to be safe, they can up the dose to find the optimum. In double-blind trials, some patients are given a placebo. All right. That's drugs. Next time we'll be on to bioenergetics. Ooh, that sounds fun. I think you'll hate it a bit, but fun, fun, fun. Fun, fun, fun. Till my daddy took the T-bird away. Okay. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Laura. See you for quizzing time. Quiz it up. Okay. Quiz recording. Now, there's been a lot of talk recently, Laura. There always is, Ron. About about Ron. Uh Uh-huh. Phoning in the quizzes and not putting any effort and just being bad at them. Well, you do hate them, and I think... Um... Yeah, a lot of the talk's coming from me. This isn't... <laughs> I shouldn't blame anyway. You've just been chatting to yourself. <laughs> oh, Ron. And the first thing I'm going to tell you is going to corroborate that somewhat. The second part of this is going to uncorroborate. It's going to robberate. Okay. So I've completely forgotten what we've done over the past two biology lessons. Yeah, to be honest, um, peek behind the curtain, which you and the listeners love, um, I forgot that we'd recorded this episode. (laughs) That was the big fucking chat of the week that we should have been chatting about, is it was, um, do you want lolly swish podcast with noise jangles and edits? (laughs) Or do you want... No, you can't do this. So, hang on, you need to go back to episode 45, where Laura's mad at Ron for not making the notes properly. That's what Ron's now talking about here in the quiz of episode 49. Just, I need you to know that. Fuck hell, Ron. And the question was, do you like a swish podcast uh, with sound effects and everything, or do you want a more sort of earthy, granolary kind of podcast that has sort of like a bit of a peek behind the curtain a sort of a slice of life kind of thing and you know what, the people rallied together and said fuck me, I want both yeah, um, yeah. yeah that's great Ron I just wish we'd discussed this <laughs> four weeks ago when people were talking about it Not just 45 minutes into this episode. (laughs) Eggathon, Soluble Soul, all of the current stuff that is happening in the zeitgeist of this podcast. I don't understand how people don't just download this and their phone just vomits it back out like, nope, nope. It's a web. It is a web. 
It's such a mess. Anyway, so I've completely forgot what we've covered over the last two episodes because I think even in the last episode, I think we ended up kind of backtracking and double covering something that we covered in the episode before. Yeah, we kind of did antibiotics and antigens and stuff. Yeah, but we'd kind of covered some of it before. So what I've done um, is we're just going to do a semi-sort of revision-y kind of quiz and we're going to cover it all again, one-off, and then we're on to a new topic next time. Dunsies. Okay, so in my defence, some of this that you're about to ask me was weeks ago. Yeah, but, like, you know, it's been simmering in the brain. Gotcha. So, Laura, can you name three non-specific defence systems that your body has against pathogens? Can you define non-specific? Why don't you try and muscle it out and I'll guide you. Um, Nose hairs. Sorry, that... Cilia? Is this you muscling it out? I thought you were going to muscle what out what mu- non-specific... What does muscle out mean? <laughs> muscle it out? What does that mean? I don't know, just brain muscle. Flex that rock-hard brain. Do you mean, like, immune system? I don't know, do I? I don't fucking know. What do you mean by non-specific? Well, what does non-specific mean? (laughs) 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 All right, then. Skin, immune system, and acids in your holes. Final answers? Yeah. Two out of three. And that ain't bad. Because the immune system, like when you have like a white blood cell or something, it protect it attack it will attack like specific pathogens and stuff, won't it? I don't know. Okay, that might. Like I said, I don't know what you mean by non-specific. Well, non-specific is in like the acid in your stomach will kill anything that goes in it. Your skin will keep out any pathogen. Right. Well, if you just told me that, like non-targeted. Because my immune system does just non-specifically keep me well. You didn't say it was targeting specific pathogens. You know, though, these podcasts are like an hour long. And the first 45 minutes is me telling you these sort of things. (laughs) But not this week. Another week you did this. Maybe. Name three ways that white blood cells protect your body. Three ways that they deal with pathogens. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got an Egathon patron. Yes! Leanne Langdon, come on down. Um. <laughs> um, are you happy now? You're sad that we put the video out a couple of hours ago and no one had signed up yet. I just couldn't believe anyone could resist. Yeah, it's true. I can't believe we haven't lost patrons since <laughs> putting that out. We might have done. I don't think we've got email <laughs> alerts for <laughs> So many eggs. Um... What are you going to do for your bank holiday for the coronation? I don't, I don't, um, I don't really care about bank holidays. I work when I want to. I'm not a slave to the meat grinder. Rat race, that's it. Muscle it out. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a rat on the tube. That's not <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, uh, Yeah, I'm not in the rat race. Rat race, rat race, rat race. 
I can't remember what was Trico and what was real. Do they, like, gang up on pathogens? Do lots of white blood cells just get round them and gromp them? You, you Name your three and then I'll tell you which ones you got right. Name three what? Three ways white blood cells protect your body from pathogens. I think sometimes they swallow them in the vesicles. Um, sometimes they barricade them in. <laughs> Ignore that, I was laughing at something else That might be right Oh, hang on, they've got Teletubby heads on And they get a key that matches the bacteria's tattoos And then they cancel them out <laughs> You need to do better <clears throat> Um... Oh, they've got a lymph node library. Phagocytosis, that's the... That's... <laughs> Bobanon? <laughs> that's the eating bit I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Phago, to eat. Cytosis cells. Um, yeah, those are my three. Well, you said the same thing <laughs> twice... <laughs> So you'll only get one mark for that. And the other thing you said was barricading them in. Yeah. To where? <laughs> um, a spot, and then they smother them. No, one mark for that, actually. Because <laughs> um, you, you touched upon some stuff, the lymph node library and the colourblind Teletubbies, but yeah. you didn't really say anything, so... Oh, I did. Laura, what was the first known inoculation slash vaccination? Cowpox. Moo, moo, cow, cowpox. Smallpox. <laughs> I just don't think you should be doing GCSEs if you have, in the last five years, said the words moo cow. <laughs> moo cow pox. It was a small pox, and the cow woman didn't get it because of the cows. So it was a small pox. Was it smallpox from the cows? Cowpox. And then if you've had cowpox, you don't get smallpox. Is it milkmaids? Ron, Ron, look up at me. Ron. 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 Ron, you have to understand how tired I am. Well, is that right? Yeah, you went very staffless rats in the middle of that. You went, is it milkmaids? <laughs> Moo cowpox. <laughs> yeah, one more, well done. Um... <coughs> <coughs> Laura, could you just, um, for three marks, so do that information what you will. Um, how does vaccination work? Um, 
you inject a small amount of um, a pathogen that might be inactive or could be live into our body, um, <clears throat> but a small enough amount that the your immune system, so your white blood cells, um, c- can sort of easily learn it and conquer it. So they learn the markers and they wipe it out and then they have they kind of have memory in the lymph nodes for what they've fought and beaten before. And so that means next time that pathogen enters the body, they have they know how to defeat it even if it's in a bigger quantity. I'm gonna give you two and a half out of three. <clears throat> Where did I drop a mark? You dropped half a mark. Because it's not a very small amount. What you do is you inject um, what you call well either dead or what you call attenuated. I said inactive. Did you? Yeah. I did say small amount, but I did say inactive. I think I'm being fair with giving you half a mark for that point. Okay. If Who does? Everyone's being unfair. Go to patreon.com forward slash Lex Education and sign up and tell him in a message. Yeah. If you do that, we'll give you my mobile number and you can ring me. Who was penicillin discovered by, Laura? And how? Alexander Fleming. Mouldy Petri dishes. Not on a sandwich. Yes, another two marks for Laura. Laura, for one mark, true or false... Antibiotics only work for bacteria and viruses, not for funguses. Correct. That is false. They do not work for viruses. Damn. Yeah. Bit of a tricko, but not too much of a tricko. Semi-tricko. Name two drugs, Laura, derived from plants. That's the last question, if I'm honest. Well, it's not. There's two more. Oh, divide from far plant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> you say derive from farts. <laughs> I was trying to say plants, and then I read my notes. I remember saying um, aspirin comes from the bark of a willow tree. Does that count as a drug? It's almost side effect free. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. And then the reason I said farms was because I started reading my notes and that says foxgloves, they make digitalis for heart problems. Yeah, that's another one. <clears throat> Good reading, Laura. Well, actually, bad reading, but... Good reading, bad speaking whilst reading. Yes, that's true. And then for your final mark, Laura, the last one that we're doing um, is... What's a double-blind trial? A double-blind trial. Hmm. Is that one where you do a placebo on some people? Yes. Laura, you've done stunningly well on this quiz. Yes! I love praise for me. Stick another praise in my feedbox, baby. 
So that's for totals. <clears throat> Counting with Ron. A two and a one and a one. I'm not adding these. A two, three, four, <laughs> six and a half, eight and a half, ten and a half, eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. Pretty swish. Stick that in the spreado, Carol. Um, yes, Ron? I was playing with my tweezers again. Ron. All right, well, I loved that for me. Well done. And goodbye forever. Antibiotics. Tell her, huh? All right, now, Ron, I'm going to be honest. In the listen back, I didn't finish the episode. The beginning, though, we were doing okay. We were getting through that. Did it end well? Um, it was a good. Um, it it starts off strong. Um, I think it's some classic Lex Ed content. To be honest, it ends off us doing a weird sort of top of the pops rehash of a National Treasures episode. Lots of stuff to talk through on the socials this week. Yes. Um, also, which... I want to say we mentioned that it's a video a lot in this episode. It's obviously it's not a video. What we just we did start out practicing with some video stuff. We've decided to just keep videos for the Patreon content just due to time. I'm available to edit video makes kids. it much harder and paying for kids and having the time to be with kids um, where videos are going to be for everything that we record from now on for the Patreon stuff but just yeah these yeah. will stay as audio only um, um, uh, the first thing I want to mention on the social stuff is that um, last week when we um, recorded some infamous content um, I was not fishing for any kind <laughs> of um, any kind of reaction from the listener um, I was genuinely just in a glass case of emotion um and uh, the- i played that to tom and he said you cannot leave that in i know you two think it's funny but it's just sad please don't leave it in the edit and i said i think our listeners will get it it'll be fine and oh, i was right my name's tom and i'm in touch with my feelings <laughs> um no um and i just want to say that um uh you know um it's always nice when we get interaction on social media and stuff and like it does it does um does feel good with every like every reshare every comment and stuff and you know we don't have time to reply to all of them we don't have time to retweet everything and but we do see it all and it all does leave a positive impact on us but the 36 hours after the ron appreciation post um i was very excited and i've got i've got uh, my phone doesn't buzz or make a noise when um it turns on for um for uh, uh mind peace reasons um but every time i looked at twitter um that was a genuine source of warmth in my heart and i want to thank everyone that uh contributed to that because it was lovely Ron, you're so mellow this week this might be the most wholesome intros and outros we've ever done oh it's because i'm very drunk are you I'm quite drunk, yeah. Oh, Ron, I'm so hungry. I haven't had dinner yet. Um, I went on a hike listen- today, and I, um, which meant I didn't get to have lunch. Um, and then um, the hike ended at a brewery, and then I went and... Ooh. Um, and then I didn't want to quite go home, so then I had a beer on my own while waiting for um, waiting oh, to meet someone. I had a beer on my own while waiting to meet someone, um, and then Laura, you, you, Laura, messaged me, yep. and um, we had plans to record, and I was like, whoa, and hightailed it home so we could do this, and I'm going to leave <laughs> and go have some more beers after this. I'm going to have some dinner, 
Um, Because it turns out looking after a dog and a child on your own all day, you have very little time to take care of yourself. So I'm going to put some food in me and hopefully feel a little bit um, more, I don't know, reasonable in a moment. But what I thought I'd do, Ron, is because I needed to tell everybody about Child of the Podcast, um, but... Like you, very uncomfortable with being the centre of attention once I've made myself the centre of attention. So I've also gathered up everybody else's news from this week. So in place of a register, because you got drunk and didn't write one, we're going to quickly run through everybody's big announcements for things that they achieved this week. So I'll say their name. I'll say their name. You say what they did. John. I love it. He weeded his patio. Andrew. Went to his first barbecue of the year and lost at swing ball to a dog. Lucy. Gave someone a lift home from the pub, which was actually quite out of her comfort zone. Legend. Well done, Lucy. Lawrence. Bought some Lego, and not in a personal sense, but because a damn good teacher Lawrence is. Undisclosed. Oh, no. Who was it? Somebody... <laughs> it was Tom. It was someone called Tom. I've not copied his name across. No, Tom. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> finished reading his second book for this calendar year. Well done, Tom. That Legend. is not bad. I'm on the same quota. Cheryl and Ellie... Figured out how to operate their gas hob after quite some time. <laughs> do you think they've just been ovening things, microwaving things, or no, do you think I, their gas has been leaking into their house? For I some got the time? distinct impression, and I'll double check the Instagram. I think it was Instagram. Finally, got round to figuring out how to lower the flames on the gas hob after having it all too hot for over a year. Wow. Um, yeah. Is this person's name Nicking Twitches? Well, that's their Instagram handle. Oh, okay. I don't know what I didn't know if that was... Maybe Nikki? Yeah, I didn't know if that was... Yeah, I was going to say... Oh, I think it is Nikki. I've clicked through Nikki Twitches. Nikki. Nikki Twitches. I think I'd get on with Nikki because it's a rainbow made of cat paws is their... um, it's also and this is another thing I love in terms of people getting in touch I think this is the first time Nikki's commented on anything mm. and I love that when a new person just suddenly joins in and I'm like yeah it's a new rat woot, woot, woot. my anyway. favourite one is when um, when a different post goes round and then people that don't follow don't follow either of us comment and you're like oh you, you're clearly not a listener because um, you'd probably have followed if you were and keen enough to interact. But you've just decided to fucking pile on and some positive discourse. I, I appreciate those yeah. people as well. Makes um, the internet better. Abby Rose. Oh, no, sorry. Nikki got rid of a coffee table. Nikki uh, actually Nikki did loads of, of stuff. Table. Nikki got rid of a coffee table um, and had a pint of Guinness and bought a pear instead of a bag of crisps. Um, just a smashing week for Nikki, really. Abby Rose. It's Abby Rose's birthday. You'll remember Abby Rose. She's Agony Dad's favourite Chandler. Um, so everybody sort of take a bite of a metaphorical donut because she said if we were in an office, I suppose Abby Rose, you just have to leave some donuts in the Patreon discussion because that's the Lab Rat Lounge. <laughs> yep. Um, happy birthday to Abby Rose. Um, and a different Abby. A different Abby managed to do a workout whilst very hungover. So that's your challenge for tomorrow, Ron. Um, absolutely not. Um, and finally, last but not least, certainly, Colin. Colin did the job that we all put off and cleared just a load of tat off the dining room table so they could eat on the table. How many times have you gone months without doing that? Laura, I am 27. I don't have a dining room table. No, but you have a table. I've got a table, yes. 
I don't have Do so many tables. In- I don't have so many tables that they have to be labelled. I don't have label tables. I've got a table. Well, I only have one table, but it's just in the dining room. Yeah, I know, because you live like a cool drifter, and that's fine. Um, but uh, I spend all my time at home, so my table's a table. But is it tidy enough to eat off? Yeah, you could eat your dinner off of it. It's so tidy. <laughs> As if it was a dining table. All right, we'll let you go now. These have been some long intro outros, but hey, we're giddy. We're excited. There's a child on the podcast and we can tell you about it now. Yay. Class dismissed, everybody. Class dismissed. Class bloody dismissed. Class beautifully dismissed. I'm dismissing you know, you know what? today because I'm a mother. You know <laughs> what? Class is not dismissed. Class is what? ongoing and class is positive <laughs> and class will see you next week. <laughs> Bye.